wonderful. And now on the with the show. Welcome to the very last Rapidly Rotating Records show, Don't Panic, of 2023. An hour of toe-tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s with yours truly, Glenn Robison, on Island Radio, KISL Avalon at 88.7 on your FM dial and anywhere on the planet at KISLAvalon.com on your internet dial. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more on everything from Aeolian to Xenophone and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. On this week's show, we'll celebrate the birthday of Perry Bechtel. We'll have an episode of One Thing, One in, thing common. in Common. We'll have a vocabulary lesson and play some tunes to help bring in the new year. Last week, December 25th, marked the birth in 1902 in Huntington, Pennsylvania, of Perry Bechtel, known as the Southern Gentleman of the Banjo and the Man with 10,000 Fingers. He became interested in the banjo as a boy, hearing records by Fred Van Epps, and started playing mandolin and tenor banjo while in the Navy in the early 1920s. Following his service, he played in a group called the Virginia Entertainers, and switched from the tenor to the plectrum banjo. Here's a recording by the Virginia Entertainers with Perry Bechtel on banjo. Thank you. 
the Virginia Entertainers, with Perry Bechtel playing banjo on My Sweetie and Me. From Janet 3063, recorded in Richmond, Indiana on April 24, 1925. My Sweetie and Me was composed by Carl Rupp and Phil Spitalny. Bechtel was a featured soloist with Spitalny's orchestra from 1925 until 1929 and would have stayed, but his wife, Ina Harris, fell ill, preventing the couple from accompanying the Spitalny outfit on a tour of Germany. Instead, they moved to Atlanta, where Bechtel played in local hotels and clubs, was heard regularly over WSB radio, and taught guitar and banjo. Bechtel was a sideman for numerous groups, including Low Stokes, Dan Hornsby, McMitchin's Melody Men, Lillian Glynn, and Peggy Parker, but his only solo recording under his own name was on a 1958 LP titled Perry Bechtel, Banjo, The Greatest of Them All. Perry Bechtel's last public appearance was at the 1980 Fretted Instrument Guild of America convention in Orlando, Florida, and he died February 21, 1982, in Atlanta. Here are three more from Perry Bechtel. Thank you. 
she don't want no more. She's satisfied. She's satisfied. Just had to do it. Now I'm satisfied. I'm satisfied. My gal was mean as she could be. Now she's gone and quit for me. She's satisfied. Satisfied.
with their novelty recording of Rubber Dolly, made in Atlanta, Georgia, on November 3, 1931. Dan Hornsby was the vocalist on Columbia 2622-D. Hornsby was also the vocalist on the record before that, I Saw Stars, written by Al Goodhart, Al Hoffman, and Maurice Sigler. Bluebird B-5595 was recorded in Atlanta on August 3, 1934. We started off with Bechtel accompanying blues singers Ben and Rufus Quillian on Satisfaction Blues from Columbia 14616-D, also made in Atlanta, on December 7, 1930. For no particular reason, for this segment, we're going to do a bit of scufflin'.
played a number of blues singer Lil Johnson's risque recordings on the show, but that's the first time for her composition, Scuffling Woman Blues, recorded April 22, 1936, issued on Vocalion 03299. Before Lil Johnson, the Barrel House Five, with one of their six-issued sides, Scufflin' Blues, written by Ben Garrison and O.G. Jefferson. QRS-78 number R.7019 was recorded in Long Island City, New York in January of 1928. The Barrel House Five were Ed Allen on cornet, Floyd Casey on washboard, Reedman Arville Harris, Clarence Williams on piano, and... Oh wait, that's only four. I guess the name Barrel House Five just sounds better than the Barrel House Four. It's time once again as an educational public service for another Rapidly Rotating Records vocabulary lesson. This week's word is eloin, E-L-O-I-G-N, an archaic transitive verb from the Old French of about 1490, meaning to take oneself far away, 
or to remove one's property to a distant or unknown place so as to conceal it, say, to a Florida club. It's also related to the vulgar Latin, which brings us the word elongate. So here's a set of rapidly rotating records about going far away. Brown. 
tried to shake all the gals in town. Bad not friend of pals. Just flitted round with everybody's gals. You stole one queen from old Bill Green. You remember Bill? That's the fortune-telling man. Well, Bill called on Sam and said to him, Uh, let me read the palm of your hand. Uh-huh. Something tells me that you are going far away from here. Oh, you've been found messing around with someone's sweetest there. There's a dark man coming with a bundle, and the bundle looks like crazy. And there's a black cat. Oh, yeah, maybe you're going to dodge it, but this year you ain't going to never escape. A plot of land, a doleful band, playing music that you won't hear. Brother, something tells me that you is going far away from here. Oh, I can tell all the signs what each one brings. You got itching in your back, <laughs> you're going to soon have wings. And that itching in your palm, I can surely understand. Because very shortly, you're going to carry a lily right in your hand. Would you like to hear the angels playing harps so sweet? Well, that's the reason why you got that itching in your teeth, Darvin. Something tells me that you are going all the way from here. Because you've been found living around with my own sweet dear. That was a long line forming a procession. And I can see you right up at the head. And there's a tall man paying your insurance to a high yellow with all dripped up in red. Oh, you've been a sheep. Yes, you is. <laughs> Six nights a week. But you done sheep your lamb, I fear. Alvin, something tells me that you is going far away from here. You'll be flat on your back with a smile on your face. Goodbye.
the original Memphis Five with I'm Going Away to Wear You Off My Mind, written by Warren Smith, Lloyd Smith, and Clarence Johnson. The B-side of Puritan 78, number 11141, was recorded June 20, 1922. A few months later, Eva Taylor recorded a vocal version with husband Clarence Williams accompanying her on piano. Before the OM5 was J.C. Flippin, telling the story of Samuel Brown on Something Tells Me You Are Going Far Away From Here. Annabelle Anderson wrote the music and Henry Creamer the words. Columbia Flag Label 78, number 159-D, was recorded June 11, 1924. We started that Eloin set with Leroy's Dallas Band, who have the Going Away Blues. That was recorded in Dallas on December 5, 1928, with both takes 1 and 2, issued on Columbia 14402-D. The vocalist is unidentified, but the Leroy in Leroy's Dallas Band is trumpeter Leroy Williams, heard in the intro to the song. Williams made a number of records as the Dallas Band and as accompanist, but I could find no biographical information on him. I'm Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. We're here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, FM 88.7, KISL Avalon, and KISLAvalon.com. This and all our previous shows are also available 24-7, on demand, anytime at all, online at RapidlyRotatingRecords.com. It's time once again for another episode of... One Thing thing in Common. common. You remember, that's where we play a set of rapidly rotating records which seemingly have nothing whatsoever to do with each other, yet have One Thing thing in Common. common. The One Thing in Common among these records will become clear right away, but the real question is why play them in this particular show? If you can't figure it out, I'll tell you at the end of the set. Here's Bob Herring.
Well, I'll tell you right off the bat that the one thing in common among those three tunes is that they're all waltzes. We started with the Adoration Waltz, written by Frank Magin. That was Bob Herring and his orchestra from Cameo 552, recorded May 15, 1924. Next was the Sympathy Waltz, written by Irving Bebo. I've played it a couple of times as a piano solo by Frank E. Banta, but there you heard the Cavaliers, described on the label of Columbia 597-D as waltz artists. That recording was made March 4, 1926. We finished up with Edith Lorand and her Viennese orchestra with the Ecstasy Waltz, written by Sidney Baines. Parlophone R1533 was made in 1933. Violin virtuoso Edith Lorand was born in Budapest, Hungary in 1898. In France, she was known as the Queen of the Waltz, and in England, the female Johann Strauss. We just missed an opportunity for a birthday segment since she was born on December 17, 1898, but you'll probably be hearing more from her before next December. So we had three waltzes in that one thing in common set. But why? Well, because this last day of 2023 is December 2023, or 12-31-23, or in waltz time, one, two, three, one, two, three. As I mentioned last segment, this is the last day of 2023, and tomorrow begins a new year. So here are some rapidly rotating records to help ring in the new year.
millions of 99 out of 100, Frigidaire brings to you its expression of thanks for your splendid cooperation in 1931 and extends to you its heartiest greetings and best wishes for the new year. 1932 is here, a new year with new opportunities. The outlook for Frigidaire is exceptionally bright. The new year will be a year of progress for those who make it so, and right at the beginning of the year is the time to set the pace, to go after business like we meant business. Plan soundly, fight courageously, work hard, right from the crack of the gun. Let's set a pace in January that will bring to every one of us more business, new profits and prosperity with Frigidaire. Let's begin now by each of us securing our first Frigidaire order for 1932. After you secure that order, send a report of it to the secretary of the Frigidaire Pace Center Club at Dayton before midnight January 16th. And in recognition of your pace-setting ability, you will receive a personal gift which you will indeed be proud to keep as a reminder of your achievement. Close an order. Report it to Dayton. Be a pace-setter.
On New Year's Eve, folks sit up late and have a real good do. And as they let the New Year in, good luck they wish to you. Now we were happy as can be, letting the New Year in. I stayed up till half past three, letting the New Year in. I somehow got knocked off my feet, tore my trousers round the seat. Then I went walking down the street, <laughs> letting the New Year in. We get surprises in galore, letting the New Year in. I think we've got to blame old Moore for letting the New Year in. My wife's had twins, but I don't shout who they're like, there seems no doubt. So I've been throwing the lodger out and letting the New Year in. I like a lot of cash to spend when I'm letting the New Year in. Sometimes a horse can prove a friend when letting the New Year in. The horse I backed, would you believe, was running still on New Year's Eve, and the horse kept shouting, Come on, Steve, I'm letting the New Year in. Last year, just as midnight struck, I was letting the new year in. I called on Miss Brown for luck, letting the new year in. She said, oh, doctor, I'm not strong. Examine me, it won't take long. I said, hey, miss, you've got me wrong. I'm letting the new year in. One new year, a plot I planned, letting the new year in. With me blow lamp in me hand, I was letting the new year in. I broke in the bank that night, a cock dashed in and held me tight. I said, let go, it's quite all right, I'm letting the new year in. In my car I raced about, letting the new year in. Sixty miles an hour all out, letting the new year in. Right bang through a house I crashed, in her bath the lady splashed. I said, as my little torch I flashed, I'm letting the new year in. Some songs to help bring in the new year. We started off with German operatic tenor Karl Erb singing Zum Neuer Jahr which translates as For the New Year. It was written by Hugo Wolf, and the piano accompanist was Bruno Seidler-Winkler. Victor Red Seal 4400-B was recorded in Berlin on October 21, 1935. That was followed by a record you would have received if you were a Frigidaire salesman at the end of 1931. The company's New Year's message to its salesman was on a flexible record made by Durium Products, Incorporated, part of the Irwin Wazy Advertising Agency. They made advertisement and custom records which could be mailed to potential customers, given away as promotional items, or, as in this case, given to salespeople. They were made of the same flexible material, Durium, used for the Hit of the Week music records. Next was another ethnic record, this one by Peter Stahl's band, Neujahrsgruß, 
which translates from the German as New Year's Greeting. Takes 3 and 5 from an August 5, 1926 session in Camden, New Jersey were issued on Victor 78912. No composer credit is given on the label. We finished up with George Formby and his ukulele with his composition, Letting the New Year In, written with Harry Gifford and Fred Cliff. Regal Xenophone MR3394 was released in 1941. I'm Glenn Robison, and I'm very pleased that you've chosen to spend this past hour with me listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. If you had half as much fun as I did, then I had twice as much fun as you. I wish you and yours a very happy, safe, healthy, and extraordinarily prosperous new year. I'm going to take Frigidaire's advice and resolve to plan soundly, fight courageously, and work hard right from the crack of the gun in 2024. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next year, and as always, I thank you for your very kind attention. <laughs>